any change up, but it ain't gon' be. But it ain't gon' be. Like genuine, I'm the same OG. I'm the same OG. And it ain't gon' change. And it ain't gon' change. Yo, 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 yo,
Chapter 29, another album. You know, that might be controversial for some people, quote-unquote Christians, I guess. He's saying curse words, and he's speaking his heart in certain songs. Um, <laughs> but like I say, yeah, it's a very chill album. Um, as it it grows with time, I'm starting to appreciate it more. And that live experience made it better for me, man. So what are your thoughts on it? Where, um, I really like the start of the album. Yeah. Um, from Elementary Trail to the artist storytelling, I like the vibe that... Um, progresses bet- between the three mm-hmm. um i definitely uh like the flip of lloyd's that was uh, hard record at the end of that the was hard. storytelling yeah. like it made me want to hear john do the whole song yeah like um, his singing is dope like nigga just saying like let's get yeah. the funky <laughs> right. yeah john might have to do the uh sweat and suit thing two different albums on the same day sweat and have suit. one rap and one singing <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> word that'd be hard because he could do it like he can legit sing. He just can't carry a note. Like do the singing. Yeah. Like so. But, yeah. Um, Johnny Law is so hard to me, man. So relevant like, too. Hard though. Yeah. Definitely. Like when he, uh, I think it was the end of the second or third verse. And he was talking about now that I have my life right, even when I still see the cops, I still get the shakes. Mm. Like yeah, that's that's real. What man. black man like, didn't relate to that? Like yeah, it don't like it. Like just just the. That shows it doesn't matter um, what walk of life you are in mm-hmm. as a young black male in this society, um, whether you are doing dirt or you doing or you live legit, um, you can still feel nervous around police officers, just not knowing how this police officer may treat you. Yeah, um, yeah, that's right. And obviously, right now um, we've seen a lot of um, instances in our society. Um, where the unrest is very visible. Um, I think this is a very good discussion piece. This whole album as a whole is a very good discussion yeah, piece. Yeah, it really is. Um, but they won't discuss it on Twitter for some but, reason. I don't know why. They don't discuss CHH albums. I wouldn't call it CHH primarily, but you know what I mean. They don't... They, yeah, I wouldn't call this a CHH yeah, album. But still, it's under that umbrella. You know, people kind of associated with it by, by nature mm-hmm. or whatever. But they, won't, they don't discuss stuff like this like openly. I don't get it. Like this, and this is like so meaty, you know, and so like dense. Like you can just mm-hmm. unpack this so many, but people won't do it. So, but we're doing it here, um, briefly, obviously, because it just dropped. But, but yeah, man, it's yeah, it's. I love AM and PM. Um, yeah, that's dope. just it, the vibe is so smooth. Yeah, um, belief is solid as usual. Yeah, belief is underrated. Uh, chapter twenty nine, chapter twenty nine, man. Like, um. Just the um, emotion that he shows in the record. Yeah. Um, I think it would be comparable to, um, of recent records, I would think it's kind of comparable to you from Tabimpa Butterfly in yeah. terms of yeah. the depth of emotion. Yeah. Um, Ride for me is my record, though. Ride for me is album. hard. Like, and yeah, would not be televised. Like, like, Ride for me is hard. Yeah. Yeah, man. But you already know. Yeah, like, um, this is the type again, of album. This record. You got to sip wine to this album. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to roll one up. I don't roll one up. I mean, I don't smoke. Never smoked in my life. But <laughs> this that wine sippers. You know what I mean? You got to roll up the prayer notes. The prayer pray notes. Again. All right, I'm out, yo. You do this yourself. <laughs> roll up the prayer notes. Nah, the prayer request. The why scrolls. I, why I got to do this myself? But nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like, vapor rub. Whatever you want to roll up. I said vapor rub. Vaporize. Whatever. Hookah. I I hear this album sponsored by hookah bars worldwide. Real talk, like, cause it's that chill type vibe album, but he still gives you that gospel, you know. And it's not like hiding it. Also, it's just from his point of view, which is 
mm-hmm. something I respect. Like he's being very authentic, and I respect originality, man. So this is a very dope album. Yeah, it's very fresh. This album so, is built for driving, in my opinion. Yeah, this is an album built for you to drive to. Um, I find myself listening to this mostly in my car. A low rider um, or just a, any car? Because you know West Coast. Any car, man. Okay. Any car. All any right, car. Go ahead. It ain't got to be a 6'4". <laughs> yeah, you're right. Cruising down the street in my 6'4". Nah. Um, but, yeah. Nah. OG but, Two Tones in here? Oh, OG Two Tones. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was after us. Yeah, I mean, we took that patent. Yeah, if y'all if y'all ain't know, we paid for that. It's like we can We ain't pay for no advertising man, straight out of Compton. That's the big we, company, too. We ain't making no money. Man. But if you want to donate, feel free to hit our GoFundMe as usual. Um, <laughs> we only got one yet, but just, just find one. Email us a blessing. I mean, we out here, man. Sponsors, what up? <laughs> Word. Um, so let's go on to um, the album that came out the following week, which is yeah, um, from Taylor Gray, The Mocker and the Monarch. Mm. How'd you feel about it? Um, I'll say this. It's very mellow. Like, this album is very mellow and chill. Like, I know I said John's, you know, his album was chill and mellow, vibey, but this is really mellow like chill. production is dope. It's very, it's a bit experimental, um, in my opinion, but it's very dope. Um, and I'll say this also about Taylor Gray, and this is just him in general. But the album is very rapidy rap, right? Because there were certain yeah, songs very dense, very dense. Yeah, no, it's it's very dense also. And in certain songs, like I forgot they had hooks because he was rapping straight through and killing it. Also, you know, he had bars from everything about Bruce Jenner to the president to I mean, he's dropping punchlines everywhere. But it's very rapidy rap. So much so that I forgot it was hooks, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. He was definitely rapping. Um, but I will be honest and say, at the start of the album, I wasn't feeling it as much. Um, I wasn't feeling the beginning of the album. Um, but my interest started to grow towards the middle. Like, I believe at Vogue, that record is hard. Around Vogue and Cole, those two records are very dope. Um, Cole sounds like something produced by um, Humble Beast for some reason. Like, it sounds like they produced that record. I like it, though. Um, I know Wes P had his hand in a bunch of this production because I can hear it all over the album. Him and uh, f- North, 492 North, something like that. Y'all don't kill me. 42 North. Yeah, 42 North. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, and, but I must say, my favorite record. My favorite. 495. That's what you call them now. 498. What, what are them? Nah, but um, my favorite record is Mike Laurie and Marcus Grant with Armand. Armand versus Crazy. Um but that Fred Hammond appreciation in the beginning about cutting his dreads and, you know, we went, I want you in a song, but please cut your dreads. You hurt me. Like, like, it's, Stevie should take no also. Stevie Wonder. Terrible. Stevie Wonder needed to take note to cut his dreads because he ball headed in the front. And he got dreads in the back. But shout out to Stevie and Fred Hammond. Uh, but Fred cut his. But back to the album. Um, I like OG, OG's. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I like Powdered Toast Man. He has a couple of OG's up there, like Journey Big and, um, other people, uh, belief is up there. I believe it's belief on that record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, belief is up there. Yeah, belief's on that record. And he he never disappoints. Um, Scapegoats is like probably my second favorite record up here. Um, yeah, it's very mellow, rapidy rap. Like the production is dope. It's very dense, and he's dropping so many double entendres and and things I'm getting just now. And I'm still like I said processing the album because I don't think it's fair to give like a complete assessment. This is still like general thoughts, right? So um, definitely. Yeah, it's like I said, along with John, these these two albums are very mellow and vibey and chill and very introspective and very like, yo, I gotta unpack this. I'm not gonna get this in October or September. Maybe next year around March or June. Or maybe, you know, around this time next year. But yeah, man, that's what I feel about. I, I'll say this. Yeah. I'll say this. This album reminds me a lot of um 
not sonically, but just in the weight of mm-hmm. the rapping, the lyrics. It's a lot like LVMV. Mm. Yeah, LVMV. LVMV is an album that came out in, what, 2013? Yeah, it's 13, right? Yeah, that album. God. I still listen to that joint and catch lines like, hold up, wait, what? Classic. That's He's a classic. Nuts. Yeah, it's classic. Like, Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. So what do you think so about it? I think this will be, I think this is in that category um, in terms of the richness of the lyrical exhibition. Yeah. Um, sonically, it's very mellow, like more mellow. Like, I don't even think this is riding your car mellow. Nah. This is like this sit like, in your house, this think your, about this This is under your covers, Netflix and chill mellow. Like this, <laughs> <laughs> this is Netflix and chill mellow. Nah, but seriously, this is This is... This is hot. This is hot chocolate and chai tea mellow. Yeah. <laughs> Word, like it's, it's that type. Of, you got to think. Like I can see. You know, I can listen to this at the libraries reading my book. Like it's so because you have to think. Mm-hmm. Like he causes you to think. Yeah. This is nothing you could just listen. Like all right, it's dope. That's it. No, he's unpacking so much. You have to think and sit there and like collect things. Like wow, like he really said that. Mm-hmm. Like he's that type of MC. He's very hard. Don't get me wrong. He can give you those hard joints. Also, you know, look at his past mixtapes and features, but. Yo, it's very mellow. Like, it's... Yeah. I rock with it, man. So, definitely. Um, definitely going to be listening to both of these albums uh, for a while, I think. Yeah, man. Still a rotation. I think, it, I think it's gonna, they're going to be in rotation for a while. Let me um, let me ask you this real quick. About John's album. Um, You know, he dropped a couple swear curse words, you know, every now and then. How do you feel about that? Like, I think he said damn on one of the songs and, you know, something like that. So, about him cursing. It wasn't like... Parental advisory enough, but how do you feel about that? Him dropping certain songs and how he's quote unquote looked at in a Christian arena, but he's not CHH, I would think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, really, I mean, not much discussed, but how do you feel about that personally? I think that, um, I think this, and I think this about a lot of things. I think often um, we hear what is being said, but we don't hear beyond what's being said. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear the words, whatever the words may be, and we may not agree with the words chosen right, right. to articulate a point of view, but we don't look to see why this person feels this way, why they said what they said, how they said it, um, especially in the context of art and music as art, lyricism as art, poetry as art. Right. Um, these people are very precise. These are excellent communicators. These are professional communicators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so every word, I'm going to give, I'm going to look at a record, especially a record like this, um, as the words were chosen very purposefully and very specifically. So while the, while words may make you feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. maybe that uncomfortability is what's needed for you to come and investigate why this person said what they said. Exactly. It caused you to dig deeper. And like, it's uncomfortable to see, you know, something being done wrong to somebody. Yeah. Or f- to hear, mm-hmm. if you hear a yell in your, you know, in your neighborhood, that's uncomfortable. You don't, you don't want to hear people yelling like they're in pain or yelling for help. Yeah, you're going to go and see what's the problem. that cause you to investigate well, white people, what's going White on. people why, investigate. Black people stay in them houses. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> we ain't gonna investigate nothing. We hear something, we gonna stay in the house. You heard that? Yeah, I but, heard it. Go back to but, sleep. But, but 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 even but even with that, even with yeah. that, and that's you know that's hilarious. But that's movies. Yeah. But 
you know, when we look at like our society, when it comes to um, the African American community, when displeasure is voiced, other communities don't seek out why the displeasure is being voiced or what's going on that's exactly. causing this displeasure. Right. It's just like, oh, you guys don't know how to voice your displeasure. It's taboo. Yeah. It's- neither does somebody being raped. Neither does somebody being, you know, stabbed. They're not going to say, oh, please help me. Somebody is stabbing me. I need your help ASAP. Right. No, they're yelling, help. Even they de- may yeah. use some swear words. Even depression. But- like, even it could be a silent help. Like, you're not necessarily yelling, but like, I, look, y'all, I need help. You don't know how to, you know, muster mm-hmm. up the even thought of vocals to say, yo, I need help. Like, even that, it's like a silent scream or subliminal. Like, it's, yeah, man, it's, yeah, so. Definitely, man. Yeah, I just wanted to know that, you know what I mean? So, that's that's, that's dope. Um, but, yeah, man, so, dope albums. Um, definitely going to stay in rotation. Definitely. And, um, yeah, man, so, let's keep it. So, it's time for everybody's favorite, favorite, favorite segment of this show. I don't know about everybody, but Take yeah. Take it away, my brother. It's time for somebody to tone it down. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, what's good, everybody? Listen, tone it down this week. Make it nice, short, and sweet. Goes to Ray Lewis of the Baltimore Ravens. Formerly of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Ray Lewis, you know, great on the field. Super Bowl champion. You know, known for hyping the team up. Team captain. Getting on the field. You know, getting everybody, you know, crumped up, whatever. But off the field, his... Announcements and his comments aren't the greatest. Um, this past weekend, he was in North New Jersey um, at a summit. You know, I, I guess it was a Fight the Violence summit. Um, and he was quoted by saying, Black Lives Matter should be changed to All Lives Matter. And there was other quotes and everything, but I took that from it, which is uh, which the media did also. But And this, necessary, this goes to him and everybody else with that same mindset. I'm just going to break it down real quick and end it. When we say Black Lives Matter, we don't say Black Lives Matter only. We're saying Black Lives Matter too, right? We get that all lives matter, but all lives aren't be systematically and economically oppressed, right? So when we say Black Lives Matter, that's what we choose to focus on. We're not saying all lives don't matter. We're just saying we're focusing on these right now, right? And not only that, but it sounds crazy when you jump in. When black people say Black Lives Matter because of the obvious events that's going on, it has been going on for years, you jumping in and saying, all lives matter, sounds crazy. You sound like someone going to the Million Man March or Martin Luther King said, I got a dream, and you saying all dreams matter. You sound like somebody going to a cancer walk and screaming, all diseases, all sicknesses matter. Yes, we get other and all things matter, but this is what we choose to focus on at the moment. So when you say change black lives matter to all lives matter, no, we get it. Just focus on the narrative. Focus on what we're doing. It's bigger than this. And why when black people come up with a movement or, you know, something to fight society or something, we always have to stop it and make it about everybody. Other cultures don't do that. And I'm all for equality. But when we say black lives matter, we're not saying only. We're saying two. And look at the systematic economic oppression once again. So Ray Lewis and everybody else with that same mindset, that idiotic, illogical way of thinking. And it still baffles me. Like that mindset that people still scream, wait, all lives. But we want to scream black lives. That's like saying... Uh, when we bring up women, and he also brought up black on black crime, which should be addressed. And that right there, I'm not knocking him, right? That should definitely be addressed. He brought that up also in some of his comments, like, well, we need to focus on each other, which we should. And that's one thing we have to put more effort into. And I think globally, we do, though. I'm sorry, nationally. It's people in Jersey, I know, do it. People in Chicago, there are black on black crime marches going on, but they don't get covered by the media, right? Which narrative is more important? A young black kid down by a white cop or black on black? People march for black and black crime, right? So it is happening. He's just not getting much, as much attention or media attention. So, but when you say that black on black 
What about black on black crime? That's like saying, when we talk about domestic violence, men beating women, that's like me saying, what about men that beat men? Oh, 9-11, we used to never forget. What if I said, what about American American crime? It doesn't make sense. It's a time and place for everything. And yes, all things are important and should be focused on. But let's not forget the narrative and the topic that we're discussing. And Bray Lewis... You of all people should say Black Lives Matter, looking at your alleged past, quote unquote, and I just keep it at that, right? So to him and everybody else with their logical mindset, please tone it down or turn it off. Like I did Ray Lewis's documentary on Netflix. So thank you. <laughs> Real talk, yo. Like, cause I hate, I hate yeah, that. Can't like. I feel you, and I, I'll say this. I think that um, Black Lives Matter as a movement. Um, I think that it can have a very profound effect on black on black crime. No, it could. That's what I said. That's very um, important. Like when we when we say that black lives matter, that isn't just to other people. That's to ourselves. A lot of our own people don't think that black lives matter. Yeah, we tend to jump up like when the cop I, kills us. I'm, I'm like I'm reminded of um, it's a Bizzle record. I think. I can't remember which one it is. It's one of the freestyles he put out. It might even it might be Chirac. Yeah, yeah. I think it might be. I think it is. Yeah, that was. And he's like, you know, you kill him for you kill him for a chain. You kill him for respect. You kill him because they, you know, you kill him for disrespect. Like, and he's talking to other rappers. Like, on the record, you saying, yo, if you come at me foul, I'll kill you. Like, you don't you don't believe that black lives matter. You don't believe that life matters, period. Yeah, so but you specifically don't believe that black lives matter because who's the audience that rap is aimed towards for the most part? White. I mean. In their cities. Like we is our that's our music from our communities and we're talking to us. Most most of the time we're talking to us. And so, you know, Black Lives Matter Yes, it's definitely birthed from recent events that have been publicized, from Trayvon Martin to Jordan Davis to Mike Brown, right, right, to all the, to everybody. Like I, I, I'm not trying to exclude anybody from that list. That no, no, you know, even the female, you know, young black play, girls. There's, that there's been way, yeah. honestly, there's been way too many of these things that have been. I'm glad that they've been documented, but this happens way too often. We're going to have, you know, a hundred names by the end of the year that we're going to have to say every time we mention what's going on with Black Lives Matter. And that's a problem. But you would think that alone should show you that alone should show you that most people don't believe that Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But you would think that seeing all these names in the media will cause us as black people to say, you know what? We got to start looking at ourselves and rising up and start start unity, you know, start unifying and fighting against the system. You would think that after the all the problem is yeah. the problem is when the problem is when Kendrick Lamar says that he gets backlash for it when he says it in Rolling Stone. But they want to hear but that. Where else is he supposed to? Where else is he supposed to say it? Because we didn't support we didn't support the source, so that could still be around. Yeah. We didn't support Vibe, so that could still be around the magazine. So, you know what I mean? Where else is he supposed to say it for publication, for print? Yeah, I mean... There isn't, there isn't a black print uh, magazine like that, uh, specifically for hip-hop. Like, there's still Essence, but... Yeah, it should be That's said. Really no, it definitely should be said. But I think, like I said, it's a time and place. Like, it, we should definitely look at that, though. We've been doing this Black Lives Matter things for years, like two, three years now. Okay, what about black-on-black crime matters, right? That should definitely be said. But I think when you say it in the yeah. same sentence, you like, 
you're reflecting attention off of that. Well, forget about that. All lives matter, right? We don't do that with everything else. Like when we talk about men and women violence, men beating women, I don't, that, I don't be dumb to say, nah, let's focus on men beating on men. Let's focus on it. Nah, nah. nah. I, I look crazy, but I will focus on it at the time being or at a certain time. You get what I'm saying? Like I don't just bring terrorism mm-hmm. up. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't bring American or American crime when terrorism is happening. Well, let's just focus on Americans killing Americans. Or when Mike Vick thing happened, let's focus on the dogs that kill the other dogs. Like, that would be crazy. Yeah. But that is also, like you said, important regardless. So, black on black crime. And, and I want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this. Um, I know that um, D1, the hip hop artist, um, has a mixtape coming out very soon called Separated at Birth, where he's rapping over um, Lil Wayne instrumentals. Um, and he's made a point in the two records that I think there's two records he's released so far off of it. Yeah, singles. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard, I seen that. Yeah. He's he's putting a line in the sand like, "Yo, if you if you are repping the destruction of my community, I can't rock with you. Like, I'm not buying it. I, I don't want to be bothered with you. Honestly, I wish more. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Now I do, but it's like. And that would definitely help. We look we look forward to our entertainers, but I want to see more of that in our parents and our communities. Like, of course, like, in rappers, right? But like, there's very there's very intellectual rappers. Yeah, Lupe Fiasco comes to mind. Kendrick Lamar comes to mind. Drake comes to but, mind, even though I don't think he he as as substantive yeah. as they are. Um, Kanye comes to mind. Um, even Jay at this point. Yeah, but they're not going to say nothing about that now. Where, like, where they are. No, but where they are yeah. in life. No, I'm not saying that they necessarily. I would like them to say yeah, some of these but, things. I think Kendrick does. I think yeah, Kend- Lupe oh, yeah, does. Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I would like them to speak up on the on the behalf of our community for the good of our community. Mm-hmm. But if if even if you don't do that, stop co-signing the people that keep advertising the destruction of our community. Yeah. Stop doing records with these dudes that they still trapping. They still. You know, you made twenty million dollars, but you're still in the trap. Like, come on, fam, you're not in the trap. No Ti and other people, like, yeah, like, but I mean, yeah, I mean, that's never gonna happen. We know that. I would, like you said, you would hope, like I would hope, but it's also because we are we're talking about musicians, so we do kind of put like some type of responsibility. Like the interview with Sway, I was telling him, like, do you feel like rappers, whatever, has a responsibility? And when they do, but like I said, part of it goes into our home, our upbringing at home, and our communities and our schools. You know, like even there, like we can put. Wait on the musicians because they have a voice, a huge voice, right? Because we're talking specifically about music. But, like, the other half needs to be put on this community and our homes and what's going on in our education system. And, like, yo. Like, and I want to say this. I want to say this. I was watching um, Armand was on Periscope. And shout out to Armand and uh, the CRS podcast, Clock Radio Speakers. Um, I was watching a Periscope he did, and he was talking about, um, you know, just wanting to go out and tour the world. Mm-hmm. And his DJ was like, "Yeah, you want to tour the world, but do you know your neighbor's yeah, name?" Yeah, I heard him talk about this. Yeah, and this ain't mm-hmm. this ain't this ain't a shot at nobody. And I just I like that he brought that out because there's so many um, there's so many avenues to impact lives right exactly. where you are exactly right now, like so many. So there's so many people that need guidance, need help, need wisdom. Your neighbor needed. Like you want to go to. Yeah, London and Africa, bro. The dude on the block you see every day, he needs it. Like, come on, like, you you can't even impact so, your local community, let alone community, your family. You live in a house with yeah. family members that need it, but you want to go out and do it. Definitely. Like, it's 
definitely. See, this all is a different uh, pod, uh, different episode. We're just going off to tone it down still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. But it's this needed, man. Need like, I really want to get people in to do this. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna get a couple people in to do this with us, like, because this is a deep episode, and I really want to talk about that and where all these roots from, definitely. where it stems from, because it's a deeper topic. But um, but yeah, man, yeah, um, definitely, yeah. So um, but y'all, yeah. So real quick, I just wanted to mention this. You uh, you came across an artist. Uh, after listening to uh, Lupe's mixtape, you put you told me to go check this dude out. Oh yeah, talk about him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Jared Sanders or Gerard Sanders, however you spell it. Um, he, he's very dope. I was listening to Lupe's new mixtape, whatever. I think it's called Pharaoh or King, one of those. Um, and after I heard the mixtape, well, I didn't know it was over. It was playing. Then another song came on. I'm like, all right, that's a dope record. It's Lupe, and a beat just dropped. I mean, production quality, everything are pointing. Dudes are spitting. And I'm like, oh, this is hard. I'm like, this is Lupe. The voice sound a little different. And I looked at the phone. I'm like, who is this? It was Jared Sanders, Gerard Sanders, or whatever. Um, but it was very dope. Like, dude, flow-wise, content, you know, everything. He was delivery, cadence. It was really on point. So I want you to check out. It's called J- Jared Sanders. Um, J-E-R-E-D Sanders. Um, Saunders, however you pronounce it. Don't kill me, once again. Um, he's on SoundCloud. He has songs called... He has an album called Daylight Saving Times on iTunes right now. Um, he's very dope. Like, I just literally... And Apple, and it's on Apple Music for my streamers. Yeah, our streamers unite. Artists don't like us, but we out here. Um, but yeah, he's on Apple Music, too. And he's very, very... Like, he dude is dope. He can rap. He's from Virginia. So, shout out to Jared Sanders. I don't know if you're listening or not. But um, please, like, just check him out. Like, he's really dope. And I just wanted to say that. Like, give him a little shine, so... Word. And, and um, speaking of that... Um... Let's get into this main topic. Yeah. Um, we, Tony and I were having a discussion, and so I tweeted it out from the show's account, which I didn't plug, which is at two, two tones, the number two, mm-hmm. the word two tones, the number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. Go follow us on Twitter. Um, and so we asked a few questions, and the questions that we asked were concerning free music. Mm-hmm. In the music industry, free music projects. So I'm going to read these questions down. Do you think that we overlook flaws in an artist for a free project that you wouldn't accept if you had paid for the project? Does a free project make you expect more from an artist if or when you pay for an album? And the final question was, do you think a project being free affects how you listen to it? So mm. we did. We put those questions out along with our email, which is two tones podcast at gmail dot com. The mm. number two, mm-hmm. the number two t o n e s p o d c a s t at gmail dot com. So we um we put that out there, and we got a few emails, but we wanted to talk about it first. So yeah, how do you feel about those questions? Yeah, I want to briefly touch on it before we get to the emails. Um, I think. A free project, um, and when it comes to free and projects we pay for, I don't think I expect something different from a free project. I'll say this: I don't expect some. I don't like you said it's a blank slate. You told me that before. We're discussing it. I think it's a blank slate. You come in, it's just what it is. But I must say, however, if I have a free project and it's really dope, I would appreciate that more because it was free. Because you know, at times, even though the project may be free, you know, a lot of people. They don't put their all in the free projects. A lot of them have mixtapes and I'm sorry, mixtape beats and you know different bars, recycled bars. And but if I come across a free project and it's really dope, I'm more impressed. If I came across 
you know, um, a, a, a album I bought, and that wasn't dope. So, and I also I'm gonna say this. I don't. Th- I think free and things we pay for. That principle applies to everything we do in life. Anything we pay for with our hard on money, we would appreciate more. And things we get free, we don't as much. And I think we all can agree to that. And if you don't, you can just hit me up on Twitter and debate with me. But I think it's just the truth. Um, I guess if I bought a hotel room and I rented a hotel room out, I'm going to make sure my AC is working, the pillows, everything is clean. I'll make sure I got my room service. But if I was giving that room free, and let's just say the sink wasn't working, what, the hot water, well, not the hot water, we're going to wild out that. But let's say I didn't have an iron or, you know, a dresser. I'm not going to trip off as much because I got it for free, right? Or if I got a free plate, a free meal. Listen, if it's like, all right, well, hey, bring my stuff. It's cool. I, I forgive him for that. But if I bought that meal, I'm bringing a manager out. Look, this steak ain't made the way I wanted it. You know what I mean? So we act differently when we spend our hard-earned money on things rather than the things we get free. But when it comes to music, I think subconsciously we kind of treat it differently also. When I hear dope-free projects, like I said before, I'm amazed. I'm like, wow, this is dope, and it's free? Because you wouldn't think <laughs> something that good would be free. You would think the artist would sell it. And some people say they sell themselves short by doing that. That's neither here nor there. Um, but when I, I get disappointed when I do buy an album and it's trash because I bought it, it's my money. What are you doing? But when it's free yeah. and it's dope, I'm like, wow. But when it's free and it's trash, I'm not too bent up about it. So that's my uh, brief thoughts before we get into it. But you can tell me yours, man. Definitely. So, yeah, um, I'm like you um, coming into a project, a free project. Um, I don't have any expectation, right? Unless I've heard of the artist before. So, like, the exception would be like Lecrae with Church Clothes. Mm-hmm. I had an expectation for Church Clothes and for Church Clothes too. Oh God. Um, yeah. So disappointed <laughs> with the second one, but that's neither here nor it's there. It's trash. But yeah. when I'm being introduced to an artist, um, or when it's the, this is the first time that I've heard of an artist, um, I have no expectations on anything free. Um, I'm just listening to see whether I like it or not. Right, right. Um, now, if I listen to your free project and I come out at the end and I'm like, yo, this is really, this is dope, this is hard, I like this artist, now there are expectations that I have of you moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect your next project to be at least as good, if not better. Um, I definitely expect um, better production. For anything that I'm going to pay for. Right. So even if the production is dope. It be, like if you have like. I'm trying to think of a. Like okay. So Drake was so far, so far gone. Um, yeah. That. Yeah. Like I expected at least that level of production. To be on his next project. At least. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Which was. Yeah. Yeah. But. You know. If you got like. Some sound issues. Or some. Um, mixing issues. I'm not going to be as yeah. hard. You ain't going to be pressed. Project. Yeah, you ain't going to be too pressed about yeah. that. But if I pay for your project oh, and then best your vocals are low <laughs> or your bass is Word. distorted or, you know, like levels is just off on your on your sound. Exactly. Like, I, I'm upset. We're going to add you on Twitter. Yeah, we're going to slam you on Twitter and your album. What's good? Pull up, nigga. Like, yeah, like, Word. of course you're going to be upset. So, yeah, man. Um, or, and I'll even say this. If you did a mixtape or a free album and you had dope production and then I pay for your album uh, and you have some whack beats on it. Seen that be a before. Upset. Yeah. You know uh-huh. I say yeah we heard we seen that now, happen before. <laughs> now I get it. On a mixtape or a free project, there is no budget because you're not paying for clearances and samples yeah. or you're using, taking already produced you no know, a beat that's already been used. Exactly. But 
I still don't expect you to just give me some whack beats. Like, just get there. And here's another thing. Music is so accessible now, which even makes this, which is what makes this an issue in the first place. Yeah, man. Because, you know, music software is so readily accessible. So many people are throwing their hats into the music. Everyone's and, a rapper. Um, Literally. Musician. Yeah, everybody raps. Even us. Everybody We're rappers. Produces. They don't know, though. But yeah. Yeah, I rap. He's the producer. But yeah. we just kidding. Um, man. Uh, halfway. But uh. yeah, everybody can rap. Everybody, like, you can get a mic for 50, 60 bucks. You can, if you got an Apple, it comes with GarageBand. Like, mm. there's just so, you can get Audacity for free. Like, there's so many software. Yeah. Um, the game is oversaturated. That are available. It's definitely oversaturated. Yeah, it just allows for more people to put out product, which makes, which makes having a free project probably tougher. a necessity at this point. Um, it's tougher. Like. Yeah, it makes it tougher. Yeah. And it makes it tougher just for you to even grab and hold somebody's attention. Yeah. Like, I don't um, want because that. Because there's man. so many projects out. Yeah. Like, like literally, there's albums that come out every week. Like, literally. Yeah, sometimes too that I want to listen to. Yeah, it's when back in the day, you know, yeah, three or four albums may come out on the same day, but there's no many. It wasn't as many big releases or, you know, artists. It wasn't. It just wasn't as saturated as it is now. Yeah, every week you got to keep your air open. You be like, gosh, he dropped, he dropped, he dropped. You know, but or and then you just got random viral videos that pop up with uh Man. rappers in the boonies talking about they on the block with blocks <laughs> and blunts. And Slim Jesus. Uh, man, I don't even know why I mention him. I, see, I pride myself with not mentioning him on this podcast. That, but that's it. I'm not talking about him again. Even though he does, Two Chains has his flow, and Flame and Tadashi got his flow too. But go ahead. I can't. Flame. Oh, Flame's album but, got the ghost of Slim Jesus all on it. But go ahead. <laughs> that's real life, my nigga. Like, but yeah. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, let's get back on track. Well, um, yeah, so all of that to say, entering on a free project, I have no expectations. Yeah. Um, depending on how that free project goes, it'll make me have expectations of varying degrees right. moving forward with an artist. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, hit these emails. Yeah, man, let's get to these emails. I'm going to start it off. We have one from, I'm going to say the Twitter name, I'm going to say the regular name. Our first email is from Ife. Um, her Twitter name is Hefzeba, H E F. Z E E E B A. I don't get it either. Um, and she says this. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, she says this. I think it depends on the artist. For example, when Wayne dropped all those mixtapes, I'm sure his follower was expected to be fire. Something we touched on. Personally, I think more is expected from an artist dropping a free album because it's a gesture of, of appreciation to the listeners. The artist will p- pour out his or her best work on it. On purchasable work, the artist can do a half-assed job. Usually, the listener wouldn't know until the project is being purchased. Um, we're going to bleep that out later. If we don't, then God bless you. Um, but yeah, I, I rock with what she's saying. Um, she kind of touched on what we touched on, um, on pur- purchasable work, whatever. Well, she said that when you buy something, they can do a half job, and basically, we won't know until we buy it, right? But thank God for streaming. Come on, somebody. I can stream it and not know I want to get it, right? <laughs> but... Yeah, word. She's saying like on a mixtape, even if you do a half job, whatever, it's a mixtape. It's free. I don't care. But like before streaming, whatever, if you had to buy it, you wouldn't know until you bought the album. And you could be upset. And that's the bummer. Like, dang, I bought this album. But thank God for streaming. So she brought, she brought up a good point. And like she said in the beginning, when Wayne dropped those mixtapes, the people expected it to be dope. 
looking at his past work. Like, well, Lecrae, what you said, you expected Church Clothes to be dope looking at Rebel and Rehab, right? Church Clothes too. We expected it to be dope. It wasn't. So, I think she made a good point about that, man. So, you want to touch on that? We'll go to the next one. Word. I'm going to go to the next one. Okay. Um, so, our next email is from uh, the brother Kellis at Cahill the First. And um, it was as quoted, a free project is not a pass in any way, shape, or form. The only area I'd consider leeway is in the mix and master sharpness. Too many free projects have top-notch production to execute, to excuse basic beats and various other mediocrity. Mm -hmm. In this crowded musical landscape, you have to stand out in your pen game and production choices. How it affects my decision to pay for a future project? Can't say that it does because I've been disappointed in what I've paid for after enjoying a free offering. All work is standalone, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you want to touch that? Yeah, you can touch it. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. So, um, I definitely, um, I think I agree with him on the end point for sure with uh, all work being standalone. Uh, I wish that I could genuinely say that I look at music that way mm-hmm. um, I would like to but I think that um, so for instance uh, Andy Minio with Formerly Known Hard. which was the first project I his heard his best from project him, but go ahead um, like because I heard that project and that is the project that I feel is his best work to date mm-hmm. um, everything else gets listened to in comparison to that and now can it still be good if it's not formally known, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But because that's the standard that he set initially, I need. I'm looking for him to meet that standard every time with his music. Like, yeah, like Kendrick. Is that like, fair? Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, I think we do that to every artist. But some artists they drop a whack album first, then a, the sophomore is dope, or the you know the senior album is dope. So, but I think we like with Nas. Illmatic, you're gonna compare everything to Illmatic, right? You're gonna compare yeah, everything to Reason to Doubt, everything to Good Kid, Mad City. You're gonna compare everything to Wake Up with Swoop, right? You're gonna compare Cinema to Swoop. So it's like, I'm, I'm sorry, to Wake Up. So it's like that. This definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, so you wanna go to the next one? Nah, you go ahead. All right. Um, this one is from Lene Jenkins. I shouldn't have said her last name. <laughs> from Lene. Um, a name was, <laughs> she had an email, um, at Lene, L-E-N-A-E-J underscore, Lene underscore, Lene J underscore, it says this, I'll read the first point, you get the second, I get the third, whatever. She says, she sent us an essay too, we, she definitely sent us a, like a draft, rough draft. I believe we do overlook flaws in an artist while, when listening to a free project. The free project is like a test run in my opinion. We're seeing the artist, what the artist is bringing to the table. So even if the sound quality isn't that good or the production ain't that bad, no matter what the price, you pay for good quality. And I'm going to go to the second point also. I expect a lot more when I pay for their album after the free project. I expect the same hunger or more in the album than their previous work. I expect it to be amazing and to outdo what they just did. Especially the free project was dope. I expect it to be more creative. I think Amon said is if we're paying for something versus something free, we always expect it to be better. If the quality is great in the free project and a paid album, that's even better. And lastly, she says, I believe a project being free does not affect how I listen to it. Like I stated before, I don't expect the quality to be the best, but there are some free projects that are dope. Example, Alex Isley, um, Love Art Memoirs, Dreams and Analog. You're not expecting much, but you're expecting something that will leave you ready to pay for the next project. Are they worth the monetary support? Is this free project leaving me to want more? Those are questions I would ask myself. Um, she has good points here. 
Um, like he's definitely, definitely good point. Yeah, like she said with uh, with Kellis, whatever. Like what he said, it doesn't affect how you listen to it, whatever. But like she said it before, she don't expect it to be the best. But it's like you know, would it leave me wanting more? Even if it's free and it's dope, that free project should leave me wanting more or wanting to buy your um, purchasable project. So she makes a lot of sense in this. And point one and two definitely uh, touches on what we're talking about. So, but yeah, man, you want to touch on that real quick? Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, we good. Um, definitely. Yeah. Um, she makes very good points on that. Um, I definitely do expect more creativity, just like she said, um, in certain aspects. It depends how creative you were on your initial project to be the, if you were extremely creative, like a concept album. So, like, even though this wasn't a paid, a free project, um, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar on um, Good Kid, Mad City. He's taller, brother. Go ahead. Very, very <laughs> creative. I, I don't expect him to be more creative than that. Really? That would be like, no, heck no. To Pippa Butterfly was very That's creative. Hard. What do you mean? What? No, I mean, not that I'm not saying it wasn't very creative. It is, and it's probably more creative, yeah. but I didn't expect him to be more creative. All these, oh, than right. Mad City. right, right. You said expecting. Like, I, I knew that that was such a high level of creativity, it would be hard to match or surpass that. Right, right. Yeah, I thought you said he, he wouldn't be. I'm like, what? But yeah, yeah, we, we probably no, no, thought no, like no. that. He, he was. Yeah, we probably thought like he's not topping this. Like, ain't no way he's topping this. But he did, and that shows the great greatness of his artistry. But I think all and thank thank you for everybody that hit us up, Lene, Ife, and Kellis. Um, thank you for sending the questions in. Definitely. Um, I think they all kind of correlate in some type of way in a way we said it. Um, yes, a free project is very dope, but also, you know, we don't necessarily expect it to be as dope. We come with a clean slate, right? But if it is dope, it leaves us wanting more. And also, a purchasable mm-hmm. project, we're left with the bummer like that if we buy it. But like I said, thanks to streaming. So that point is kind of like. You know, not necessarily valid, but they kind of agree with what we're saying. Anything you pay for, you're going to appreciate more. Anything you don't pay for, it's not going to be as appreciated. That's just what it is. Like, if I buy a free trip, I'm sorry, if I buy a trip somewhere, I'm going to make sure everything is on point. If I got a free trip to Hawaii, I ain't going to trip off if they ain't greet me with, you know, grass skirts and, and blunts. Like, okay, they ain't do that. It was free anyway. Just, I'm going to let that pass. <laughs> is that what I'm saying? So, that's just basically how we treat it, man. You want any thoughts on that? Yeah, man. Definitely, like, um, <laughs> yeah, like, if that's why we see, like, these uh, rappers and famous people, like, they'll be running full court ball in some concords, and we'll be like, Dad, like, them drinks is $250 Bro. for them sneakers. And they like, eh, I get them mailed to me for it's free. free. Yeah, <laughs> two months before you can go buy it. Exactly. Like, like, there's, like, if they were spending, you know, I mean, $250 to Kanye is, like, nothing. But, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they were spending their own money for something, there are certain things they probably wouldn't do. Yeah. Like I said, that that's a principle we all live by, whether they want to agree with me or not. It's just what it is. Um, so, I know there are some there are some free projects that were very dope. Hence, Drake's first mixtape, which is arguably probably his best project so far. That was very dope. Formerly known, so far gone. So yeah, so far gone. Um, formerly known, Andy Mideo, Church Closed Lecrae. Um, there's a lot of yeah, dope. The first one, Church Closed One, Church Closed One, one. Church Closed One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, one, one, not two. Do not listen to two. Um, 
<laughs> I'm back on my square. <laughs> Left right jab. And the attributes go right back yeah, up. Nigga. Son. But yeah. Yo, shout out to Don Cannon. Don Cannon ad libs are hilarious. Yeah, we I might, love them. I might add some to this episode, to the next episode. Definitely. I'm getting a little NPC sound effect board. Um, but yeah, there's a, lo- there's a lot of dope projects that are free. And there's a lot of bad projects that we purchase. So it goes vice versa. Yeah. I remember album I And I mean, honestly, and honestly, this is another facet of that. This is why streaming is so relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Streaming is so dope. Bad music is why streaming is so relevant. Yeah. Um, if there wasn't so many bad projects that people paid for, we wouldn't want to stream them. Yeah. Like, I'm. Because I mean, honestly. Listen, I bought Cinema. Like, and it wasn't good. I'm just keeping it funky. I was <laughs> mad. Like, swoop. I was mad when I bought that album. And it's been like a year or two, and I still haven't got what people are talking about. So, Wake Up is classic. Yeah. I was disappointed. I bought it. I'm like, dang, man. Like, it's like two joints I rock with. But it's all good. Swoop is a dope rapper. He makes good music. I was just disappointed. And listen, I think our stream is available for that very reason right there. Um, Definitely. And then there's just some artists that will get my $10 whenever they drop. Oh, period. Like, you're going to support. M- my Molly Music is one of them. He's going to get it. Kurt, he's going to get it. Kirk is definitely Pause. one of them. He's going to get my money. You're going to get your Pause. money. Yeah, Pause, Pause, Pause that. Pause. Pause. <laughs> we're going to buy his album. Kirk, we're going to buy his album. Speaking of Kirk, man, what do you think about that new yeah. single? That new single he had. I like it, man. It's cool. I like it. I like, honestly, I like when Kirk flips old records. It's cool. Little Al Green. He, he does justice to him. Yeah. Little Al Green. It's cool. like the, the way that he goes about flipping records, it's organic. Oh, yeah, he's. And it feels fresh. Like September, it ain't like yeah. a, it ain't like a '97 bad boy flip. Oh man, where it just and I mean I love '97 bad boy for everybody. To, just to clarify that, I love late '90s bad yeah, boy. Yeah, Macy's favorite rapper was my favorite rapper. Yeah, that's one on fact. See everybody. Yeah, know that. so um, no, no hate. Production wise, they just was taking records and souping up drums. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> recreate a record. They weren't word. They weren't being real clever with flipping the hook to a record. And Kirk they is genius with that. Like. Yo, yeah, Kirk is, Kirk is, and and it's so timely. The message is so timely. Yeah, it's. What a, there's a lot of things. If you if you look at the news, which and I mean I read news, but I don't watch the newscast, except for the weather mm-hmm. and probably like ESPN for sports. Yeah. But if you watch the news, there's so much bad news. Like, there's so much to not, to be unhappy about. Yeah, it's so, but I mean, we have her happy from all types of people. So the thought of hearing something labeled happy will probably get you depressed. Shout out to Pharrell because we hear that song over and over and over. <laughs> but I, will you, that's still my record, though. That's still my record. Yeah, no, it's hard. I think Freedom is dope, too. People sleep on that, man. Like, Freedom is hard. Like, this new record, Freedom, no? Oh, I gotta hear it. Oh, come on. My bad. That's hard. But, my bad. I'm late. Yeah, you're very. But listen, before we leave, I want to leave them with, like, you got any free projects you want to tell them to get? Like since we're talking about free projects and you know any free projects you want to tell them to pick up that's worth their listening, I'm gonna start off. Okay, I'm gonna start off. Any like, do they have to be new or just no. free? Projects well, within the general? past year or two, maybe you know they don't gotta be spanking new. Um, I, I'm gonna start off and say this: go check out "Surf" by Chance the Rapper and um, the Donnie Trumpet. "Surf" by Chance the Rapper and Donnie Trumpet. It's called "Surf." Um, it's a very, mm-hmm. very eclectic. It has Janelle Monet, Busta Rhymes. It has um, Donnie Trump and the Social Experiment. It's it's very eclectic and very dope. And it's a song called Sunday Candy 
uh, uh, type, gospel type record. He actually performed that song live with Kirk Franklin, Chance the Rapper. He brought Kirk Franklin out mm-hmm. with that record. So it was hard. So, okay. so check that out. And also go to Alex Isley. Just Google Alex Isley. A-L-E-X-I-S-L-E-Y. Her father is one of the Al- Isley's brothers. Her music is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're talking free music and very dope, check out Alex Isley. Look her up on SoundCloud. Look her up on Google. She's very clutch and very dope. So check her out. And Spazzy Rocket also, of course, has a, some dope Word. projects. I was about to get on you. I was about to say, how you leave him out? Check out Hours Spent Loving You yeah. by Spazzy Rocket and Sango. Um, and while you at it, check out uh, the loner. Check out Lucid Dream. Yeah, his whole discography. Um, like, and name with his name. When one. you search for Spazzy, <laughs> when you search for Spazzy Rocket, it's S P Z R K T. Yeah, Sh- that's Spazzy. Rocket. Shout out to the episode but seven guy. Check him out. Episode seven guy. Right yeah, there. and sh- and check out Swede's America the Terrible yeah. as well. The, while you at it, yes, yeah, we just interviewed man, dope interview. So check him out, man. Yeah, there's a lot of dope free music out there. Um. Yeah, so, and shout out to Jay definitely. Gibbons, that new video, man. I know that 360 video is insane, like that. Oh, and it, yeah, definitely go check out LV, LV Envy. Envy, that's free too. LV Envy, like LV Envy. E-L-V, period, Envy, the word Envy, E-N-V-Y. Yeah. Um, go check His, that out. He got bars for days. Shout out to the Humble Beast crew. Yeah. Freely given. Everything is free. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you go to HumbleBeast.com. Yeah. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up, yeah. hold up, hold up, hold up, We almost, we almost slipped, bro. What's good? Go check out Hell's Paradise too. Oh man, yo. Okay, kind of scrap everything we just I'm said. Glad I'm sitting here going. Check I'm that. Glad out. I'm going sitting here going through iTunes, man. Bro, that Hell's Paradise classic, classic hip hop album. Classic. Now, we don't say that lightly. We ain't gonna throw no trash out in the show. Yeah. If it's whack, it's like, whack. It's dope, it's dope. This is that is definitely yeah, classic. By Wit and Dre Murray, Hell's Paradise too. Google it. Hit us up on Twitter for the link, whatever. Please go check that out. Like. Yeah. Yo, matter of fact, we will tweet out the links for Hell's Paradise too. Yeah, we'll tweet it from the account for sure. If y'all ain't following us, y'all gonna get it. That's why I tell y'all follow us, man. Come on, like we gonna do all types of specials and raffles. We're not, but it sounds good. But yeah, man, it's definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, man. Um, and check out, um, check out. Uh, this is the last thing for me. Check out um, Bizzle's The Messenger mixtapes. Oh, yeah, all Bizzle. On, at GodOverMoney.com. Yeah, GodOverMoney.com. You, you can find all them out. Selah, him, everybody, man. So, Chance the Rapper, Alex Isley, um, Bizzle, Dre Murray, Wit, all that, man. Check it out, HumbleBeast.com. But, yeah, man, uh, check those free projects out since we're on the topic of free music. Um, and also, after the show, we would love to hear your thoughts and your responses, you know, about the show. So, if you want to say something, hit us up and, uh, at our uh, Twitter account. Two tones at two tones. The number two, the word two, and tones um, on Twitter, and even our personal account. So we thank y'all for tuning in. It's been another episode. Your boy Tony Lee and Tony T. We signing out. Two tones. Peace. We out. Peace.